Welcome to the Believe, Be Real, Be Bold podcast for authentic dating. My name is Dave Glazer, online personal trainer and obsessed with the Enneagram personality assessment. After going through a couple of breakups in 2017, I came across some really inauthentic people when dating in Denver. And instead of getting frustrated, I decided to create a community of authentic people myself. Come along with me on this path to authenticity as we welcome expert guests and real-life daters to share their tools, tips, and knowledge to help you show up as your most authentic self. I think that is the question. Is now the time to start a period of growth? And there's an old expression that says the best day to plant a tree is 20 years ago, and the next best day to do so is today. And the reason why I'm addressing this question now Um, after two years of hosting the podcast, yes, I I could have introduced the podcast with this topic, but I don't believe that I was ready to actually kind of digest and understand why it was that I started a personal growth journey in the first place. Because when you do begin something like that, something transformational in your life, it's oftentimes not a surface level conscious action. It's small steps over time that will lead up to something great. We may not know what that greatness is when we begin, and having expectations for the outcome of that is probably one of the most detrimental things that you can do for a personal growth journey. So let's just put it into perspective. Is there such a thing as a timeline, like a perfect timeline? No. Is there such a thing as instant gratification when it comes to personal growth? Absolutely not. And that's exactly why after three years of growing personally, maybe a little bit longer, and two years of hosting the podcast, I wanted to kind of put it out there, kind of uh, put it out into the universe and to our community and say, here's why now is the perfect time to start a personal growth journey. But let's kind of wrap up um, over the last couple of weeks, we had three really great episodes that kind of lead me to this understanding right now. The first was with um, Dr. Steve Burkowski, who I just saw this morning as a client of Fit Life Champions. And we are kind of wrapping up what his episode on Monday was all about. And it really was about resiliency. And then Wednesday's episode with Dr. Um, Brittany Wolford from the Center of Shared Insight also kind of clued me into why now? Why bring this up now? And next week's episode with Chantrice Park, uh, one of our favorite episodes so far is Your Needy or Your Needs. Your Needs or Your Needy from about a month ago, maybe late January is when we aired that episode. It's by far one of my favorites. And we discussed a lot of correlation, a lot of correlating factors when it comes to what we're experiencing collectively, collectively right now and where do we go from here? So there was another mention in um, my brand new men's group of a new member joins and says, where do I start? And my initial response to that is I need to shout out to my community about like why we want to begin and where do we begin? But my initial response to that was it doesn't matter where you start the most important thing is that you start now. If you're thinking about starting some kind of a growth journey, 
then you absolutely should take that first step. And where I began um, about three years ago is with kind of switching my material that I was digesting, my media that I was digesting from uh, sports talk radio on my commutes to and from the gym to audible nonfiction books. And I think that the biggest book, the best book that I started with was The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, where it simply just talked about what limiting beliefs were and how to bust through that glass ceiling so that we can operate in our zone of genius more often. And it was a book that I had heard of through my community at Fit Life Champions, and we were able to discuss it as I was listening to it in the car to and from work. You know, from there I picked up other books, mostly business books like 10X Rule from uh, Grant Cardone and so forth. You know, The One Thing by Gary Keller or Good to Great by, uh, shoot, I think that might be Collins who wrote Good to Great. And then How to Make Friends and Influence People by Napoleon Hill. Um, actually, that's not true. That's uh, Carnegie. And then Napoleon Hill wrote Think and Grow Rich. So these are the books that I started with about three years ago. And around this time, kind of built into those nonfiction books on Audible, I found the Enneagram. And there has been nothing in the last three years more impactful and critical to my personal growth journey than understanding and digesting who I was through the lens of the Enneagram. Does it put me in a box? Maybe in the beginning that's how it felt, but over the course of three years of reading additional books, like The Sacred Enneagram, uh, The Road Back to You, and The Path Between Us, which is all built about relationships um, through the lens of the Enneagram, I started to uncover the fact that the Enneagram is simply just a mask that we wear, but it's also a path to guide us to removing that mask. And literally the Latin root word for personality is mask. That's what it translates to. And I found that absolutely fan fascinating about, shoot, about two years ago, I gave a presentation to a book club, pretty large book club here in Denver, and I tied the Latin root, that's where I kind of figured out what that was, of personality means mask. So those are the tools that I began with, nonfiction books on Audible, and then the Enneagram. After those two breakups that I experienced in 2017, one was in May and the other was in December, so that's about six or seven months apart from each other. That really inspired my trajectory in personal growth. I dove back into the Enneagram. I actually started going to counseling in January of 2018, and I stuck with it through November of 2019 when I switched insurances. So if I were to use nonfiction books, um, the Enneagram, and counseling, that gives me anywhere from one to three tools in my toolbox to take with me on this personal growth journey. And that's an amazing place to start. You know, hire a coach, get outside eyes on your life as it sits right now. And that's what I would recommend to somebody who joins one of the men's groups I'm in or joins our community through the podcast is simply just reach out to somebody that you trust and that you have a connection with not a romantic connection, not a familiar connection, but somebody who is objective, who can give outside eyes on your life. So these are the first few tools that I used in my personal growth journey. What I needed 
to further that process and to grow even more was additional tools in my toolbox. And I know that if you've been following the podcast for a while, um, about six months ago, maybe, shoot, August of last year is when I met Thomas Suski, my hypnotherapist and neuro-linguistic programming uh, practitioner. And that was the difference maker for me to break through that ceiling of limiting beliefs that were held in my subconscious. Now that might sound out there or it might sound very um, new to many of our listeners, but that's the key component is that um, throughout that personal growth journey, I could not grasp the fact that there was gonna be like an instant gratification, like why have I not arrived yet? And it was because of these limiting beliefs that were held on in my subconscious that were holding me back. So there, the fact that there is no instant gratification when it comes to personal growth, which also means that there's no timeline. Uh, what's right for me is not right for anyone else. But the tools that we use along the way can be very, very similar. So you haven't heard the episode yet, but Chantrese Park talks about her personal growth journey starting 10 years ago after a relationship ended for her. And this is why we believe that so much growth comes from relationships. And that's why our podcast for uh, self-awareness, personal growth and development is founded on relationships because that's my story also. I found rock bottom after two breakups in 2017. And since January of 2018, when I felt like I was ready to start talking about it, I have found personal growth work on my own, as well as through relationships. Oh, Anchor, you're killing me. Welcome back, guys. I wanted to jump back into the episode and share with you a few things that I've learned uh, through shelter in place, social distancing, and the entire coronavirus as it pertains to my personal growth journey. So I was just looking up some really helpful images and some things that we could be experiencing together in this collective period of trauma. And I came across how crisis causes grief or how bad news 
causes grief. And there are five stages of grief. The first is denial, where we have signs of disbelief and resistance to the facts. And I guarantee you guys that that's where I was at least a month ago, you know, before the gym shut down. I was in disbelief and resistance to the facts. And my avoidant attachment style actually became ambivalent to the news. So um, I quickly proceeded through that stage of grief and went on to anger. Of course I was mad. Of course I was upset that the gym closed. And I was fearful of what was going to happen next um, as far as where my income was going to come from. And I know that there are a lot of people out there in my same shoes. And that's why I wanted to talk about um, this as it pertains to the personal growth journey. So signs of anger, outrage, and blaming others like blaming my apartment complex for shutting down their gym facilities as well. We know that there's a strong correlation between fitness, nutrition, and mental health. And that's one of my true purposes in life is to share those benefits through fitness and nutrition to improve mental health. So I was taken away. Uh, a lot of tools that I had were taken away for me to balance out with my coping skills that I had in place. Coping skills that I didn't mention earlier in the episode are consistent exercise and proper nutrition to help balance out cortisol levels in our in our systems so that we can lower our stress hormone. And then the third stage of grief is bargaining. Um, the signs of this are making trade-offs. Okay, well, I can't work with my clients anymore in person, so I'm going to train them virtually. That's a bargaining opportunity for me to keep moving forward with my business through a crisis. Uh, the fourth stage of grief is depression, feeling of helplessness or hopelessness. And that's why our interview with Dr. Steve Berkowitz was so important earlier this week is because having those five helpful tools in place like connectedness, um, safety, and sense of future can help us come through the fourth stage of grief. And then finally, the fifth stage of grief is acceptance. We're exploring options and we're moving on. I believe that's where a lot of our community is right now is we're exploring options like our weekly Zoom call on Tuesday nights so that we can feel connected um, amongst people going through the same thing that we are. Um, part of moving on is uh, transitioning and pivoting in my business so that I could still fulfill my life's purpose of sharing the benefits of, men, of fitness and nutrition for mental health. Um, and then finally, like moving on. Okay, this is a big key piece of the puzzle um, when it comes to building relationships, maintaining relationships in this shelter in place and our coronavirus experience right now is what if I had added in a distraction of a new relationship at this time? Would I have been able to move through the five stages of grief as quickly and as healthily as I possibly can and as I believe I have done? Putting in place all of these coping skills long before a crisis like COVID-19 came along helped me move on through the five stages of grief that much quicker and that much healthier and 
we're still learning things day to day about what our experience is meant to be like during this time. So had I added in a distraction such as a new relationship or um, continuing to build any relationships that I had started beforehand, I don't believe that my personal growth journey through this experience would have been as solid. Another question that I've been experiencing through this time and why a personal growth journey is so important to begin today, if you haven't already, is what if I didn't face what was coming up for me? What if I had just become uh, defaulting back to my avoidant attachment style and become ambivalent to the news that was out there or to the information that I was receiving so that I could continue to move forward through the five stages of grief in a healthy manner? If I had continued to deny in stage one, then I would have been falling back on that default mechanism and imagine how badly that would have impacted, how negatively that would have impacted my relationships that I was trying to build or trying to maintain as well. So what if I had just completely accepted that I have absolutely no control in this experience? That would have allowed me to default back to my avoidant attachment style and it would have taken over and I would not have processed through the five stages of grief to arrive at this place of moving on, moving forward. Okay, there's nothing I can do about the shelter in place. I can still get outside for daily walks with the dog. I can still connect one-on-one uh, -on -one with my roommate. I can still have phone calls. I can still have FaceTime. I can still have Zoom calls. As frequently as I can manage it in my, in my weekly schedule, I could still easily become overwhelmed with pure volume of five or six FaceTimes a week or five or six Zoom calls a week unless I balance that out between appropriate work volume and appropriate personal volume because then I can come back to part of my personal growth journey which was uncovering what my five love languages were. Quality time, physical touch are at the top two but how I show love are acts of service and quality time. While we're on shelter in place, I'm not able to help my partner cook dinner or help um, with the dishes or do any yard work as it comes into spring right now. I'm not able to show love in that way. And had I not gone through a personal growth journey over the past three plus years, I would not know that about myself. And coming back to the foundational principles and the core values of the podcast is self-awareness is key to personal growth and development. If I weren't aware of what my Enneagram type was, my Myers-Briggs test was, um, what my DISC scores are, any number of personal growth tools out there are going to be helpful for you right now. But as it pertains to a relationship, five love languages, my Enneagram, my Myers-Briggs because I have to understand extrovert, introvert, ambivert, which is the hybrid of the two, and I wouldn't be able to apply these personal growth, self-awareness tools to my acceptance of who I am at my core right now. And these are the things that I'm learning about myself through a period of solitude. Um, as we host our social media detoxes, they're a little bit different now 
we still have the same core group of people on a text message thread, but we're not putting pressure on people to completely detach and disconnect from their communities through social media at this time. We're simply just kind of reframing who we are and our relationship with social media is. So I'm encouraging our community to take one to two hours off of their phone per day. And that can be in the evening. And our replacement behavior for me is reading Digital Minimalism. And one of the stories that I love that has come out of the book by Cal Newport is a story about Abraham Lincoln. When he first came into office and he was uh, in D.C. during this tumultuous time in American history, which was the beginning of the Civil War, um, he actually traveled outside of D.C. to a cottage that was guarded by a couple of companies from the Union um, troops. So he wasn't completely alone, but he took this time of solitude, which def by definition means alone with your thoughts, alone to um, face what is there. And he spent so much time, actually, every evening at this cottage, which was miles away from um, the Washington, D.C. at the time, so that he could actually be in the right mindset. And that's what we're encouraging our community to do, is, is to disconnect from the media, the news, and social media for a, a block of time per day, and find some personal growth tool during that time. That replacement behavior options could be calling a friend, texting a friend, Zoom calls, FaceTime, Google Hangouts with a group or one-on-one, -on -one, whichever you prefer. You could pick up a book you've been meaning to read. You could um, journal. That's one of the tools that I've had in place for um, about a year now, and I truly enjoy the process of journaling. What I'm learning about myself is that I needed to take my gratitude, my gratitude practice to a new level because I was simply just writing down three statements of gratitude each day. And that's a great place to start. If that's where you want to start your personal growth journey, I welcome you to do that. But what I was forgetting or what I hadn't understood yet until I joined another men's group is that those statements of gratitude had to be attached to emotions. Okay, it's fine to write down what you are grateful for. And I'm grateful for a good night's sleep. I'm grateful for the weather. I'm grateful for technology, the fact that I can still run my business from home. But I'm grateful, okay, why is that important to me? And what do I feel as a result? Those were the two statements that I was unaware that I could attach to my statements of gratitude to actually grow even further. So during this time, if you're facing the five stages of grief, that's why we bring on experts to the podcast to interview each and every week so that you have resources to reach out to. And now most of them are doing virtual work. I know the Center for Shared Insight. I know that Couples Learn in LA. They're both, uh, Meredith Shirey in New York City. All three of these resources are doing virtual um, counseling and therapy right now so that you can work through the five stages of grief. If this podcast episode resonated with you guys today, please share it with at least one person because that really goes a long way to help us get the message of the podcast and what we're committed to doing for our community. And we accomplish that through a weekly Zoom call every Tuesday night. We accomplish that through a social media detox where we text our group uh, simple solutions to disconnect from their phone and technology and social media so that they can reconnect 
with the relationships that they already have had built. So if you guys need some additional support right now, join us for the free Zoom calls or go over to BelieveBeRealBeBold.com and schedule a 15 to 30 minute call with me where I can be a listening ear and a resource of support for you as well. All right, guys, um, until Monday, um, this is Dave Glazer in Denver, Colorado, wishing you to be safe and healthy with your family and friends wherever you're at.